Hey, welcome back to the Vet SOS podcast brought to you by the Who You Know Network. Uh, we are proud members of the Parade Deck and glad that we're, we're a part of that team and they're supporting us along this mission as well, trying to get the word out to everybody we talk to. Uh, remember, don't drown and see a transition, but grab the Vet SOS Lifeline. Today is a special day, Eric. It's I know first, it is. First three-time guest with us today. We got Chris Lancia coming back. The first two were amazing. I can't wait to get into this one. It seemed like every time we talked, it was like, oh, wait, there's one more thing. Oh, wait. Oh, we got to talk about this. You know, so who knows? But wait, there's more. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, so I'm here with Eric. Like always, Eric, how are you doing today? Dude, I'm doing so great. I am blessed to be alive. If I was any better, I'd be twins. I am super excited to have Chris here. Um, I'm, I'm, I cannot wait to talk about this organization, what they're doing. So, uh, hey, man, pitter-patter, let's get at her. We should have gone back and watched the other two. I hope you didn't use that same twins line back then. <laughs> All right, so we'll jump right into it. We got uh, Chris. He uh, retires from the Army on 1 April. Congratulations. I know you're looking forward to that. Uh, after uh, more than 25 years of service to the nation, he's been appointed as the Tennessee's first director of military and veterans initiatives, an amazing program. Uh, where he will work to help build additional infrastructure to make Tennessee the destination of choice for veterans and their families. Chris has a bachelor's degree in English communication from Armstrong Atlantic State University in Savannah and is completing coursework towards a master's degree in public policy from Liberty University. He's also served in nonprofit space for more than a decade, serving volunteer leadership roles with multiple BSOs. He is a graduate of the George W. Bush Institute Stand to Veteran Leadership Program and the Travis Manion Foundation Spartan Leadership Program, and is the co-founder of Grid Square Recon LLC, which aims to create a sense of belonging for military families by connecting them with the community surrounding military installations, is on the board of directors for the Two Ravens Foundation, a veteran-focused equine therapy nonprofit. He's married, and he and his wife, Sarah, have two children. In his free time, he enjoys woodworking, photography, learning how to raise goats, and spending time in Tennessee's many beautiful outdoor spaces i missed that raising goats piece i think when i read through that I just, that caught me off a little bit sean i can't believe we have such a lazy guest on our show man this dude does know. nothing <laughs> a lot of free time apparently um yeah i know right to, to raise the goats right <laughs> so we've had you on to talk about travis Mannion. we've had you come on to talk about the tennessee uh, governor's program uh, the Military and Veteran Initiative, uh, both outstanding. If you haven't seen those episodes, you need to go back and check those. Uh, Absolutely. Just amazing stuff going on with that. And so today, Chris, we got you on here to talk about Grid Square Recon. First and foremost, you know, retirement pending. I know you're in that, you know, final approach. How are you doing? How are things going? It's uh, going well, you know, trying to uh, just do the the mental gymnastics, right, and getting getting fully situated for the, the transition over there, right? So um, I've been fortunate, like we've talked in the past about, you know, having the opportunity to, you know, to slowly ease into this piece by doing, you know, some stuff by doing a fellowship, things like that. Um, so it, that that has really helped. And I know you, know you guys talk a lot with folks about that to come on the show and talk about the the importance of having that transition pathway as you go in. So, you know, doing, family's doing well. Uh, we're we're ready to go, ready for that, you know, next chapter and uh, you know, ready to get the pen out and start writing, you know? So yeah, that's time. That is outstanding. And uh, I I might be mistaken, but I think you're actually now the first guest we've had on during their transition. Uh, I don't know that any of our guests were actually still in their transition uh, when we talked to them. Uh, so that, that's pretty good. Um, 
But before we jump into Grid Square Recon, as far as the transition piece goes, is there anything that you would like to say to the audience about transition? You know, maybe some tips or something you learned along the way uh, that would help them with their transition. Yeah, well, so I think there's a couple of things. And, and one is for, I think those of us who have done the transition already, or or even just our, you know, like our allies in the civilian workforce. Um, and that's that thing of understanding that our, the network is not for us, right? And by that, I mean, you have connections with all these people. And the beauty behind that is when someone reaches out and says, I'm thinking about this field, this company, this, hey, I know a guy, I know a gal, right? Let me put you in touch with them and do that, right? I think so many times we get caught up in that, well, I got this really strong network. That's great. But remember, the network is is for you to share with other people and help them find success, right? Um, and the backside of that is if you're the transitioning service member, like leverage that, right? We talk a lot about having the cups of coffee and all those sorts of things, but there's more to it than that, right? It's it's the actual being good about that and, and not going into those with an expectation that person's going to give you something, right? Walk in there with, with no expectations of what that's going to be, but represent yourself well, be prepared for the conversation and, uh, and make sure at the end you, you have that question ready where you're like, hey, is there anyone else or anything else I should be looking at or talking to? And if so, can you help me with those connections? And that goes back to the network piece, right? Um, and I think it's just something that generally for us as service members, we're not great at those things because one, we're not used to asking for help. Two, we're not really good about talking about ourselves because we're so focused on the we and the us portion of, of life of, of service in the military. Um, and so, you know, be a little vulnerable and be willing to go, I need something. I think you're the one that can help me with that, um, you know, and open the door for the conversation. <laughs> I can't argue. I, I think that's spot on. Yeah. It's almost um, like he's done this. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that's great advice, and, and you know, it's I used Veterati a lot when, when I transitioned, and I was having calls at least one call a day. I was literally doing five calls a week, um, and, and it really helped me figure out spots I didn't want to be. Um, you know, maybe they were things that I thought I wanted to go into, and you start talking to somebody who's in that field, and you're like, "Ooh, no." <laughs> no well, that's that's what's great about grabbing perspectives from different people, right? I used to tell people all the time, Eric Brew gives the world's greatest advice. The problem is a great synonym for for advice is opinion, right? It's just my opinion. It's it's what it's the, it's the way I see things from the way my transition went and what I've kind of focused on, and what might work for me won't work for you, or might what might work for you won't work for me. But if you get multiple perspectives, if you have those coffee chats, if you're sitting down and you're just trying to get perspective, it helps you build your own plan. This is your plan, right, Chris? You have you have a very unique transition. It is not. It does not look like anyone else's. It doesn't have to look like anyone else's, right? It's yours. But if you're going to build the best, the best plan for you and your family, then you need multiple perspectives to help build that from different people who've gone through it. Industries, you know. I mean, the diversity is out there. We just got to find it, go get it, and listen to it, and then, well, take charge and build our own plan, right? Yeah, yeah you got to have that accountability piece, right? Don't forget that. Yeah, one. yeah. Very yeah, cool. Always better when you can follow your own plan. All right. So let's yeah. jump into Grid Square Recon. G give us the backstory here. Uh, where did this come from? Why did this become something? And then we'll get into, you know, what you're doing with it. Okay. Yeah. So first of all, it's uh, it came from 
a, just a common experience I think most military families have had, uh, and that is you get orders for a PCS move, right? Well, actually, first of all, there's you need to have an understanding that military families generally have shallow roots where we are, right? And the reason for that is because we're constantly moving, right? So we get to a place, we don't really get a chance to get connected well with that community. Um, and so there's this sense of belonging piece that we always kind of seem to lack uh, because we don't we don't feel like we fit where we are, right? Um, and so what that led to is a, is our thought process of you get orders to, you know, PCS to, you know, wherever, insert location here. And inevitably, and here's the experiences we all had, we've all had, inevitably one of your friends or colleagues will say, oh, that place sucks, <laughs> right? And you're like, oh, okay, it can't be that bad. Let me do some research. And you start, you know, you get on the Google machine, start looking things up and, uh, you know, and you find out one, validation that that place sucks, right? <laughs> or two, information that is outdated, right? And inaccurate, right? So you take the stress of having to move your family and now you've added in the additional stress of your family doesn't want to go to that place because it looks like a place that they won't enjoy living, right? Well, we don't have a choice. Mom or dad is going to go there. That's where our job is, right? And you're coming with us, right? And so the idea behind Grid Square Recon is being able to build out an information network around military installations that we can showcase the, you know, the things that are doing the, in the community, right? Um, and so, you know, that could be an, you know, an art place. It could be a counseling center. It can make it, there's, there's no end to what those things could be, but showcasing what's available in that community for a family to take advantage of when they make that move. Um, and we found there's, it, we, there's really great side benefits to this. And one of them being, we talk a lot about military spouse unemployment rates. The military spouse community has a ton of content creators, right? Incredible content creators. And so this opens an opportunity where we establish a foothold, if you will, of, of you know, a grid square recon at that location. And then once it's the initial piece is established, the military spouse community can help us keep that content fresh and up to date. Right. And it's something they can do at 11 a.m. on a Tuesday when the kids are in school or whatever it might be. Right. So they can fit it into their schedule. They can go out and you know go somewhere and do an interview and produce a, you know, some content for this. Um, there's an income stream there as we start you know, getting this all figured out. Uh, and then it's also portable for them. Right. So he or she goes, hey, you know what? Um, we just got orders again. We're moving to this place. I'd like to keep doing the content when I go there. Right. And so it's something that they keep that, that ability to have that income stream coming, uh, you know, as they go. Um, but the really cool part is for them, there's also that sense of purpose and why, because they're informing other military families who have also gone through the struggle they've gone through. Right. So it kind of gives them that ability to give back to their own community and support. Um, so there's just there, there's so many you know positive outcomes we've seen as we look at this, um, you know, and for the communities themselves. We also see these things of a lot of times resources, small businesses, um, they dry up because they're not being utilized. And oftentimes it's just because we don't know that they're there um, or how to utilize them. And so being able to share those things as a military family moves in, you get to utilize those, those businesses stay alive. You know, that small art studio that does pottery with your kids on a Wednesday, right? Like that place stays in business because we have military families going to utilize it. All right. Um, you know, that, I mentioned earlier, like a counseling center, a resource like that, same thing. That city, county, state can keep funding that because now they're able to show the utilization numbers that people are going in there and taking advantage of the services, right? So there's just a, a ton of great 
you know, opportunities that can come with this. Uh, but the big thing is simply going back to that initial piece. We've all lived that part where someone goes, man, you don't want to go there. Right. And like, there's, there's really currently no real information source to fight that battle when you get that. Right. And, and help your family feel positive about the move. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've all been there. There's been times, even myself just looking at it going, I'm not going there. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking back to some of my PCSs. And I'm going, yeah, this would have been really cool. This 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 might have shaken off some of the you know the PCS jitters, right? This might have this might have, this might have created a little less stress in the home. Um, man, this is a cool idea, dude. I love it. Yeah, I love yeah, it. I, I mean, we're really fired up about it. And I the I mentioned that sense of belonging too. Like that plays into it as well. Because now, once your family gets there, if you're able to fairly quickly jump in and start taking advantage of some of those things meeting people in the community right now i feel like we belong here right and so the quality of life goes up as well right because we talked about you know services and businesses things but it's also just that feeling my family has of like no like we belong here people want us here right i don't feel like that i'm an outsider where i live yeah that's so true and because i would say that like for me the hardest pcs's i had were the ones where we actually did get involved in the community and so we were involved and all of a sudden we're going to some place we have no idea we don't know anything and then you have to struggle to try to get back in and there was one location we went where we just didn't even bother to try like it's like you know it's we're not going to stay here we're not going to be here long enough and it was kind of a little bit of a depression thing almost for us i think because we came from where we were really tied in and moved to something different and um like for me i was serving in the garrison for the army in korea so i was part of the garrison and that was one of my best assignments as far as this goes um because you you're absolutely tied into this little city uh, you know overseas and, and being part of that and, and you know something like this is just amazing um so how is this going to work are you going to all these places and doing all the research and typing all this information in or you know is there another method that we can get information collected so that's going to be the initial piece is, you know, Sarah and I, my wife, Sarah, we um, are doing this venture together, right? So it makes sense. She's, you know, she helped me uh, through 26 years of military service and now, you know, <laughs> jumping in another adventure. Yeah, jumping in another adventure with me, right? Um, but, uh, you know, like, so that's the idea of us going and basically forming an initial piece at each location. Um, and so right now what we're doing trying to roll this out this year we really we started looking at this um about a year and a half ago and so it's been a, a slow burn trying to figure some of these things out uh, but what we're going to focus on this year based on our physical location is building out around the fort campbell area in uh, in kentucky and tennessee uh really cool part there is fort campbell and the local community have a really good relationship yep. and yeah, I think we've all lived not true in every location, right? But that's going to be helpful. Yeah, yeah. Helpful for us to build it out, right? And be able to get the info out. Um, but that's the idea is we go to each place, we form a spot for it. Um, and then the, you know, the military community can help us, you know, continue that and form and keep the content up to date. Uh, and so it'll be initially running, you're doing it on the web, you know, just a website. And so we'll have a main website for just, you know, Grid Square Recon with then, you know, drop down pages for each location as you go, as we slowly start to build the network out. Um, and then long-term, we'd love to, you know, be able to get into the space where you're doing, you know, have an app, right? And then even a G, you know, an app with geolocation. So, hey, my family and I are taking a trip because we've got a couple of different places that are, you know, on our assignment list. 
And as we go in those places, we pop up the app, we check it out, we see what's available. We're here, right? Let's spend the day going around and hitting some of these places, checking them out. Um, and so, you know, being able to have it that way so it's uh, it's easily accessible for the military family to get in there. Because you know, I think that's one of the other things we run into. Uh, I know you guys run into it even with the podcast sometimes, right? It's like that ability to access some of the information you need, right, to do the stuff. So the easier you can make that for the family to get a hold of, you know, the, the more of an impact you're going to have on them. Um, so that's kind of like the initial plan as we're looking at is how we roll it out. Um, and then, you know, we're an army family. So, you know, starting out with some army installations just makes sense for us to know things. Right. But, um, but what's really cool is the network through some of the things I've been able to, you know, be a part of in my career, we've got friends that are in the air force and the Navy and the coast guard and the Marines. Right? And so we can reach out to them and go, cool. Hey, we're going to come and do this around a Marine installation, but we need your help. Cause I don't really know what a Marine family would find important or impactful. Um, can you help us with that? You know, make sure we're getting it right. I love, I love that. Cause like, I know you let me know when you want to do Jacksonville. Cause I know the Jack's mafia will step up and be all about trying to help you build that out. Um, but Eric, he brought up a point there that I didn't even consider. And that is when you're looking at options for your assignments. Yeah. Right. Because some, some, sometimes I've heard people get options. <laughs> I've, I don't I've know never, how I've that works. Experienced this, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, but I think that's a fairy tale. Somebody, somebody's told yeah. once. But to be able to compare two different locations and see what's the better fit, that's yeah. amazing. And I think yeah. if we're able to tie this into like the garrison headquarters and stuff like that to you know continue to push it, because that's – you know, once you know what the garrison is, then you start going there when you get a new assignment to first find out about the area. But I don't know. What do you think, Eric? I, I think it's a fantastic idea. I do want to ask, Chris, you know, I've heard you talk about um, the active duty families, active duty spouses being able to get involved and help you build this out because they've got a vested interest. Right. And I want to I want to submit this to you. And I'm sure you've already thought about it. But dude, we've got some old crusty retirees that are still living around places like Fort Benning who would love to help you out. Um tied into the community, you know, when, when we start reaching out to those networks, we start employing those networks of our, of our brothers and sisters who have, who have already, you know, hung it up and are retired and have fallen in love with their local community around a base. I think that's, that's a huge community to tap into as well. So you let me know how I can help. And I'm saying it live on air, like, dude, you, you've got me. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. And I love, I think it's awesome. So two things just, you know, based off what you guys both said. So one, Sean with the garrison piece, that's something that we've talked about as well um, for and for another reason being the garrison has specific things that they would like to highlight. Right. And that's one thing we want to tie into is, hey, let's make sure that we're being good partners, because this a side benefit of that is we can help with the garrison and the local community relationship. Right. By bringing some of those things together and putting them on the same page. Right. So being tied in with that garrison and team will be huge to make sure that those things are, are going down. Um, but then, Eric, on the uh, side, too, when you start talking about, you know, veterans and families who have chosen to stay in that place and they put their roots down, right? They've lived the life. They know exactly, you know, where we're at. They also know why they love that community have chosen to make that their place. Um, and an awesome part of that too, is a lot of those folks are going to be entrepreneurs who are business owners, right? So there's a benefit of now we can also help support them in their journey as an entrepreneur, right? To make sure that they continue to be successful um, because we have so many veterans that have jumped into that space as well. And so this is a great thing where, you know, they say, hey, man, come out to my place. This is what we do. Um, one, we'd love to help just with information flow in general, but we'd also love for you to highlight us and come out and spend, you know, a few hours and, you know, do an interview, take some video, like whatever, right? And help tell what we do uh, because so many of those veteran-owned businesses also give back in a variety of ways, 
right? And whether that's a you know donating things or pro bono on this or that, you know, like they're willing to jump in there. And so this is kind of this opportunity to really um, have a, a two-way avenue of support going where we help the veterans and their families and their businesses stay successful while also making sure our active duty families and our guard and reserve families are getting all the support and access they need to feel like I'm in the place where we belong and my family loves it. You know, as a, as kind of a big picture thinker, as I'm listening to you to talk to Chris, one of the things I'm, I'm, I'm hearing is that with an organization like Grid Square Recon, with the ability to build a network and know how to network as they navigate their careers as a PCS, how much benefit is that going to be when they, when it's time to ETS, EAS, retire, they've already learned how to network. So now we're not saying we don't do this well anymore. Right. Thanks to thanks to Grid Square Recon, we've learned how to do this throughout our career. So when it comes time to be done, we've got that networking thing kind of we kind of got an understanding of it. We've got our hands around it. And um, and on top of which, we've built relationships at all these different installations we've been through. Yeah. Right. So and it's not just the retirees either. Really. Right. It's it's the guys who've hit one one tour or they've hit, you know, two two duty stations in there. It's time to it's time to be done for whatever reason. Yeah but they've been able to engage with organization with an organization like yours that's taught them something, not just help them PCS. It's taught them something. So I think it's great, dude. Yeah. This is a no, game. I think it's, it's perfect. Yeah. Well, and a side benefit to that conversation too, Eric, and I know, I think we may have talked about this in one of the other ones, but I know you guys have talked with others about it. And that's that, that ability to build that network of people that aren't wearing a uniform right now. Correct. Right. Cause I think you're absolutely right. Part of the reason the transition is so hard is that many of us don't get the opportunity or sometimes don't take advantage of it to get out there with the folks that have taken off the uniform already or the folks in the community who never served, but they're there to support you right in any way they can right, and get out there and have that network. Right? Because it, it's so funny how many times I hear someone go, yeah, I was like at my kid's soccer game and I'm talking to a guy who's a GM of this place. And, and he's like, well, Hey, like, you know, here's my card. Give me a call. Let's have a cup of coffee. I'd love to talk to you about, right? but it's something that that person has no tie to your military service whatsoever, but they'd love to help, you know, you find the right opportunity. And so you're absolutely right. I think this opens up those conversations as well. All right. So that when it is time and maybe like to your point of, you know, a couple of news stations, you know, maybe I did six years and I'm like, well, actually that place we started out at, like, I think that's the right place for us. So let's yep. reach back out to those folks, you know, that are still in my network that I, you know, I tap like on their LinkedIn things every now and then and see if they're open for a quick call. And, you know, we're thinking about going back there. Right. But we've opened that conversation avenue yeah. for that service member and their family to have the right opportunity for them. Yeah. And that's the thing about networking, right? Networking is great. Shaking hands, having a cup of coffee. That's fantastic. But what it really boils down to is building and cultivating relationships, oh, yeah. right? People aren't widgets. So it's not about, it's not about just getting somebody because they can do something for me. What we're able to teach someone now is, is how to actually cultivate and build a relationship. Um, and, and, and sometimes, and I'm, I'm Sean, I'm a lot like you, right? I spent nine years at a single duty station that I absolutely adored. I became involved in the community my son dated the 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 um the sheriff's daughter like i can say that legit it's not just a country song like my son dated the sheriff's daughter um i i had a wrestling team that i, I ran the local wrestling team like i was there for nine years the downside to that is the leaving because you think it's going to be the last time you get to interact and you think it's going to be the last time you're going to get to be there but with something like grid square recon 
where you've built these these relationships we've learned how to cultivate relationships it doesn't have to be the last time right we can still stay tied in we can still stay connected so that when our time is up if we want to go back there we've still got the relationships to do so absolutely yeah. Yeah. so that's I, dude, what a powerful move man no, I appreciate it. And it's like, I think what you just said too, that hits on something that Sean said earlier, and that's that sense of loss piece, right? Like when you do feel like you belong in that place and you have to leave it, right? And so if we can provide that piece where, yeah, I'm losing this, but I feel good about the place that I'm going. And I've also cultivated the relationships where I'm gonna stay in touch with them. Yeah, I'm not physically living in that city anymore, but that doesn't mean that all of those friends and, and now family that we've built there, right, are gone, right? This isn't, this isn't you know, 1972 where it's like, well, bro, I might send you a letter every now and then. Dude, we've got so many communication pieces, right, that we can maintain those relationships, you know, and, and keep them up. Um, and it does, I think it will help with that piece, you know, because Sean, made, that was a great point you made earlier too, Sean, like the sense of loss, that's a huge part of it. You know, oh, dude. Because you know, you're not sure about what you're facing, but you know what you're leaving, oh, yeah. right? And so I like, you know, trying to get your family to deal with that piece. There's a huge mental, you know, part of that as well. Chris, I'm 47 years old, dude. I'm, I'm just now figuring out that I can build true friendships because I got really good at acquaintance because for the vast majority of my 25 years of service, I had this mental, this mental um, uh, picture that I was that, that my friends did one of two things, right? They either move or they die. That's what happens to friends, yeah. right? They either move or they die. That's all I got to experience. Yeah. And so that was my mental block on building, cultivating. And I'm I'm just now learning this. If if I would have had a grid square recon, right? Something where I could help cultivate and, and really, really dig into friendships. I, I don't know, man. I, that, what a quality. This is this is a quality of life thing. This isn't just a, 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 you know, this isn't, like I said, this isn't just a widget thing that you get to use. This is building a better quality of life for our service members, for their families, for their children. Dude, this is, this is incredible. And, and Chris, you just proved you can teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, you know, and, and it's, it's funny as you're saying that, I think um, I, I'm, I'm in the same boat. Right. And I, I've always had that same kind of view on the friendship versus acquaintance. Right. But then it's also that thing of, I always had a hard time asking people for things because, you know, I always felt like, Oh, I, I, I know you want to, you say you want to support me, but I'm sure that I'm asking too much or like, you know, whatever that might be and, yep. and, um, and not being able to be humble or what have you seen to be gracious about the fact that that person on the other end, they do want to help you. Yeah. Right. Like, and now it's on you because I can open the door and say, Hey bro, give me a call. Right. I'm happy to help. But now you got to make the daggone call. Yep. Right. Like I'm not going to chase you once I've offered you my assistance, right? Give me a call. And I'm happy to open my network up and, and, connect you with 80 people if that's what it takes to help you find the right place for you um, but you're right it, it's that thing of we've always felt like you know because we, we get conditioned to that figure things out at the lowest level figure them out on your own take the initiative all that and what that i think breeds in many of us is this tough time taking people at face value when they say call me so i can help you right and like here you go yeah absolutely I'll tell you what, man. I'm so mad that I missed you at the mic. Like I didn't even know you were there. I mean, I would have loved you that. were there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, it's funny. I, I sent Sean a message because I walked by. I found one of your guys' uh, coins, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> 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 yeah, I found out after the fact. And I was like, man. But well, um, the good news is, Chris, the next one is going to be right between you and me. Yeah. So Please. we're gonna hit up. We're, we're, we'll, we'll be at Atlanta too. So. So the. 
Eric's worst, uh, you know, least favorite part of the podcast is coming up, which is where we're at the end. And it's amazing when we talk to you, Chris, how quickly these episodes go. Um, but looking back at your bio, there's this little two Ravens foundation thing that's veteran focused equine therapy that may have to be a fourth episode. Uh, I'm just saying, but I, I'd have to, you know, find out first, is there going to be facial hair if we do a fourth episode, you know, now that you'll be officially retired? <laughs> oh yeah. So it's, it's funny actually, uh, you know, I had, had a good laugh this morning with my wife because I was like, Oh, Hey, I, I gotta make sure I shave them. Oh wait, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and actually in my speech at my retirement ceremony, um, I included our, our, uh, host for it was, uh, a, a, a friend named Tom Mattingly. Um, Retired master sergeant, old school, uh, you know, 160th night stalker, but he has this glorious, you know, years long beard. And so I definitely mentioned that in the speech, I think probably twice where I'm like, Tom, like, you're my, you're my North star, bro. Like, that's where I'm trying to head. So <laughs> That's awesome. I cannot wait to see that. So let's do this. I'm going to go ahead and queue up the fourth episode. Let's, if you can, Chris, I want you to give us a teaser, give us a teaser as to what two Ravens foundation looks like just a teaser though. Yeah. So uh, first of all, when we do this, what we'll do is we'll bring on Reed Knutson. So uh, Reed is the the founder of two it. Ravens. And so um, the backstory on that is, you know, Reed himself been around horses, you know, for most of his life um, and knows the power that the animal horses are very intuitive mm -hmm. um, in that in their ability to connect with someone and really kind of, feel emotion through you. Um, so, you know, he went to a couple of different programs and, uh, you know, came up with this idea of starting one, you know, local here in middle Tennessee, um, that will be focused initially on, you know, veterans and their families, but we've also talked about first responders and that, um, but having the ability to, to work, you know, and, and not just say, hey, come out and let's do some horsemanship, right. But really do some looks at what one, as you come into the program, where are you at? right? Let's kind of get a gauge yep. for, for the things you need and what we can help you with. Get you with the horse, get you talking, get you out of your comfort space, maybe a little bit, provide some, you know, some space for vulnerability and growth. Um, and then at the far end, be able to see kind of where you're at. Um, and one thing I think is unique about this uh, with, with Reed's idea is it's not just simply come and do the program because we're back to that sense of loss, right? We have so many opportunities in the veteran space where we bring you in to provide something you need but then it's a very unique thing and you walk away and you no longer have access to it. So I gave you something that I think can help you. And then I took it away. Yep. Right. And so that's one thing he's like, cool, let's do this. But then also you can come out to the ranch any dang time you want and you can come and throw hay, play with the horses, go for a ride, like whatever you want, but I don't want to take it away once I've given it to you. Yes. Um, and so that's, that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, but okay. you know, yeah, it, it'll be awesome. We'll bring Reed in and be able to talk about it. Um, but you know, I think a cool part now is we also have an opportunity to really, um, showcase some of the things that equine therapy can provide because it. there isn't a lot of data out there at the moment. Yep. Um, and so that'll be neat as we get into that and see that as a modality to help, right. And be able to really dive into it and see how we can help get this on maybe a wider, you know, piece for people to take advantage of. Yeah, I man. think we need to add to the caveat though, that he needs to come in looking like, uh, Rip from uh, Yellowstone with the hat. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, he will. He'll, he'll come up with a hat. Oh, both yeah. of you. Not, not just him. You too. 
Oh, let's yeah, do it. Yeah, we'll bring you know, the cinch shirt, like the whole nine, you know? There we go. As a, I'm I can't promise you, as a bolo kid, tie, but we'll see. <laughs> as a kid who grew up and had his first horse when he was, I think, seven or eight when I got my first horse, I'm down, dude. I'm ready. I'm ready to listen. So, okay. Unfortunately, Sean's right. We are at the end. This is not my favorite place. Um, I hate closing this thing out. I don't know why it makes me do it all the time because I want to keep talking. However, um, I got to ask, Chris, we've done this two other times. We're going to do it again. What's the best place for our audience to connect, to connect with you? Uh, and I know you guys throw it in the, in the ticker down there, but yeah, yep. LinkedIn's the best place to, to reach out and, and touch base. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, back to what we said earlier, hit me up and happy to open the network up to anybody and, and put you in touch with, you know, people. And I know in middle Tennessee, we've got a tremendous network, but many of the people we talk to are tied to national companies. Yep. So if you're not in Tennessee, that's fine. Hit me up too. And we'll make connection with them and they'll help you find an opportunity, you know, in the place where you are or where you and your family are choosing to try and set down your roots. Awesome. Chris, man, we really appreciate you being here, brother. It has been an honor once again. Um, cannot wait till the next one. I'm already excited. So uh, thanks for taking time out of your day. I know, uh, I know you're in the middle of your transition. You're ready to ready to knock this thing out of the park, but uh, we appreciate you sitting down with us, brother. So on behalf of the Vet SOS family, we'd like to thank everyone for joining us today. Make sure you follow us and subscribe on your on YouTube uh, and your favorite podcast platforms. Remember, don't drown in the sea of transition. Grab the Vet SOS Lifeline.